Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Canadian Disney Podcast. My name is Ryan Miller, and joining me this week, I have my wife, Lauren. Hello. We're from Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, it's Halloween season. Yeah. And what, what have we been up to? We just watched Haunted Mansion for the first time. Yeah, like the new one. It's hard for us to find time. Be current. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's hard for us to be current. Um, and it's hard for us to find time to like sit down right now and watch a, a movie. So we actually watched it in one seating. You had wa- sitting. You had wanted to watch it for a while. It was really on your list. Yes, I would have like I would have wanted to see it in theaters. Yeah, uh, that didn't happen. So uh, so we waited until it came on to Disney Plus. Um, I mean, I I like it. I it's, think it's worth. It's worth I think watching. It's worth watching. It was like a little bit. No, I was. I really wasn't into ghosts and scary things like for a lo- for pretty much all my childhood. Yeah, and I think some of those I would have found it scary. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it kind of it had a. I feel like the movie had a hard time deciding whether it was a family movie or not. Yeah, I think like, um, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was bad but i i think i had said this to you throughout i was like i felt like it was a little bit too long (laughs) and and so i felt like it dragged a little bit but honestly i'm being kind of i'm being picky yeah i did think that they did a really good job of like all the nods to the to parts in the and i'm pretty sure like mommy mommy uh mama Odie is in like you get a little glimpse of her in in like a street scene right. in the beginning. Yeah. Um so I I like all that. I think that's fun. Yeah. But I I think I kind of liked the Muppets one a bit better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean it's we just it's different, right? Like the Muppets, Muppets one, is, I had the campy I had the right? opposite feeling where I felt it could have been longer. Yeah. I wanted it to be longer. I mean I my only thing is I I love Kermit. So yeah. I wish Kermit had sort of been featured, featured but if he had been featured, would I have been annoyed by his voice? <laughs> if you haven't, Maybe. if you're not really paying attention to Kermit and the Muppets, this is sort of ongoing where the longtime um, voice of Kermit is, is, has not been doing him for the last few years. No, I mean, he and was let go. Yeah. And he, so. Replacement voice uh, has been. It's with, different. It's different. Um, he's been many, many characters over the years, and he I think he's done. He was Constantine. He's done some really, uh, some characters really successfully, like yeah. um, Floyd Pepper. Oh yeah. From uh, I feel like he's really got that voice down. But Matt Vogel, um, you know, started as like the backup to Carol Spinney as. Um, Big, Big Bird and uh, and and now, like Big Bird doesn't doesn't sound the same. Um, I just feel like he hasn't really nailed the voice, and it, it's hard. Yeah, um, but every time you see now, something come out with the Muppets and Kermit, yeah. you'll see a lot of comments or people being like, well, "What is wrong? What's going on?" Anyway, <laughs> I really want to still. It I is. Feel like it's hard kids, to adjust to. If kids grow up with this voice now then like they won't know any different but when you go back and watch like jim henson's kermit versus um oh man i can't even yeah steve whitmire's uh kermit they are similar enough yeah that you're like 
it that's Kermit. I feel like it that's a um like Winnie the Pooh, uh what's his name? Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings, yeah. It's very similar to Sterling Holloway. Exactly. The original. Like they yeah. he, they do a great job. They cared more about replicating the voice. Than making it their own. Than making it their own, or <laughs> like, or like being the the who was who was behind it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All, tangent. All that to say. <laughs> okay. Let's I rank. Think it's worse. Let's rank them. <laughs> Eddie Murphy Haunted uh, Mansion, Muppet Haunted Mansion, and newest Haunted Mansion. I I mean I like them I like the Muppets. Yeah. Um. Where do the that, other two go? <laughs> I think then maybe the new one. And then the Eddie Murphy one. I think I so, know. too. The Eddie Murphy one is just very, like, to me, when you watch it, you can kind of tell when it was made. It I is, have to it say. It is a product of, of its time. And it's more campy. I feel yes. like I yeah, feel yeah. like it's more family-friendly than the newest one. Yeah. I, I always like Rosario Dawson. But again, I'm going to say what I said last night a couple <laughs> times. I don't understand her haircut. Her, the, like, it just... I thought it looked very drab. <laughs> I thought like they could have done a better job. Anyway. Those are um, small things. Yeah, very small. Uh, but all that to say it's Halloween. Yeah, it was a Halloween movie. It was good to watch. Like yeah. I don't think it would be like an annual watch for me. Maybe no, in a few maybe years. in a couple of years I'll watch it again. Yeah. But I um I liked Jennifer Tilly's. Leota. I like her oh, voices yeah. as, even though it's <laughs> so like, yeah, I just find her entertaining and funny. So, um, but the movie looked great. Yeah. Anyway, it was a good Halloween watch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let me like make a link to our topic for today. Um, because we are, because it's Halloween, we're getting close to there. There's lots of, uh, treats, chocolates, candies, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, so we thought that today we would talk about, um, dessert parties. That's the leap that we're going to make and I'm going <laughs> to, well, I think also going to stick to it. Personally, you and I did our first dessert party at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Was that our first one? I thought we did the, the, um... I think our first one was... The Wishes one first. Well, I don't know. One of them was our first one. I think it was the Halloween party because it, it was our honeymoon. It might have been on the same trip. To... Actually, yeah, it could have been. <laughs> that's, that's possible. Um, but, well, I mean, let's let's talk about how it has evolved over the years yeah. because the dessert party uh, came about. Um, it, it takes place at the Tomorrowland Terrace restaurant even though it's yeah. not really a restaurant these days Rare, rarely, yeah. it's very very rarely a restaurant um but as you're walking from uh main street to tomorrowland via uh, so if you're not going to the hub it's it's almost like you're you're cutting across it, yeah it's where and you it, walk past the ice cream and the, the plaza. plaza yeah uh there are some washrooms there and then you cut through the tomorrowland terrace where the restaurant would be um and then it takes you into into tomorrowland but that has been a prime location they realize the like the patio down below where all the seats are uh, is like a great viewing area for fireworks with a chair with a seat with a chair to sit great. down, and rather than let people get there organically, <laughs> uh, why not charge people for it? 
Um, and make a party. <laughs> and make a party out of it. So it started off um, as this dessert party where you would check in um, like an hour or an hour and a half before um, before the fireworks would start. And then you could get a seat. There'd be a buffet of treats like uh, a lot of pastries, um, like themed like cakes, cupcakes, yeah, um, different juices, tarts, yeah. Um, what usually there's like cheeses cheese and, fruit. And, and fruit and or chocolate covered fruit or something like there's that. There's always usually sort of like some treats that are like special to that, like not sure. over like like a certain cupcake or a certain. They're just like they're really well designed like yeah they're... and they're usually smaller so you can have a few yeah and then i know sometimes they've had like the one of them had the um like the cheeseburger spring rolls or something right like, uh i don't yeah. know if they were full size or mini but um yeah and we'll talk a little bit more maybe about some of the things that we've had yeah but what it has evolved to <laughs> i suppose is now there's three well now there's like, three parties they were I feel like they kind of flew under the radar for a little bit. Like it was always an offering, but you kind of heard it as a like, hey, if you want something like special and yeah. um, fun to do. But they're not every night. Um, they weren't. <clears throat> no. But now they are. Uh, I guess so. I guess like right now during party season, you can't do the regular one every night because of the party. Right. They were a hard to get reservation. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, so, so they now so Disney more. offered more because it was it was harder for people to get the the reservation, um, and I'm I'm assuming people complained about it or or commented about it. So Disney offered uh, now offers three parties. At, we're talking Magic Kingdom at Magic Kingdom specifically for the fire the regular fireworks, which right now are happily uh, happily ever after. Um, except on a party night, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but happily ever after the fireworks happen. So there are three parties that happen. Uh, one is a pre-party. So pre, like pre-fireworks. Pre-fireworks party. So you, uh, the Tomorrowland Terrace restaurant area is split into two sections like split in half by that walkway. There's the upper upper section and there's the lower section. Um, the upper section, uh, they set up it, a separate party. Um, there's still the same treats. There's still the same um, kind of access to uh, to goodies and and whatnot. And then, um, uh, so you you go and you have your 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 treats and whatnot. And then shortly before the start of the fireworks, cast members will escort you to a prime standing area, which is uh, basically in the castle hub in it's on the grass it's areas. Usually the hub grass, yeah. The um, they call it the plaza garden, but yeah, the grass area where you can then watch happily ever after um, from you know a prime spot, but without having to navigate the crowd or or wait. Um, early, like park your spot yeah. early. Um, so yeah, so that is one of the parties. So you you have your treats beforehand, then you go, you get walked out to to the hub, and you watch from there. There is a post party where you you still check in, but you start by 
watching the fireworks. So cast members take you to the um, the hub area. You get to have that prime viewing area as well. Uh, and then when the fireworks are done, then cast members bring you back to the Tomorrowland restaurant area. And in that upper space, in that upper section, that's when you access the the treats, the goodies, the mm-hmm. um, the desserts. Um, both of those are around the same. Well, they're they're essentially the same price. Um, and I guess I mean I'll guess I'll talk about pricing because we might as well uh, for adults. So ages 10 and up, um, prices range from $99 to $109, uh, tax included. The prices will vary depending on your time of year, like the date itself. Um, so both of those parties are the same price. Uh, in addition to the pre and post party, there is the, uh, I guess like the traditional party, yeah. which is, uh, they call it the Magic Kingdom Fireworks Dessert Party Seats and Sweets. Oh, so yeah. Seats is the is the main one here because this party takes place uh, in that down section of the Tomorrowland Terrace restaurant where the seat, where the seating is. A little um, more private. A little bit more private. Uh, you've got, so you have all your desserts, um, you and like then you can kind of eat you can eat during the fireworks you could i mean if you want to get up during the fireworks yeah, but you and can go also and just some. have a plate like yeah. you reserve for that time but i just mean absolutely that's the, that's the difference yeah you could set yourself up with like four or five yeah. plates in front of you while you're watching fireworks and just uh go to town um but uh so for that um because there are seats and it's a little bit more limited, I think uh, prices range from one hundred and nineteen dollars to one hundred and twenty nine dollars, oh, yeah, varying uh, by the dates. And now, I think now, the prices children, just went up, right? They did. So these are like accurate are as of so. Yeah. yeah, we will mention the prices have gone up for all of these parties uh, quite recently. Mm-hmm. So I would uh, I would say you know we're expecting that these will hopefully not go up for, for a I mean, while. that's the neighborhood of the price. Yeah. So what do you get for it? Um, obviously it's unlimited desserts. You can eat as many as you want. I do feel like you do have to temper it with like cheese or yeah. cheese and crackers and fruit because otherwise you'll you'll do get you, a head rush and not eat as many desserts as I, I think you I can't remember, would. but do the Magic Kingdom parties include alcohol now? They do. Yeah, so they didn't always. No, the first time that we, that there, we had... Because there just wasn't any in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Like, there was no alcohol. So, yeah, you get... Um, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about it now. It's not even a thing anymore, but the Frozen Ever After. <laughs> like, I think that was one of my favorites. We did that one twice. Yeah, so... And we had two experiences, because we did the rain version. Right. And then the the regular version. And honestly, like, at first I was like, ah, I don't know if it's worth it. It was like a little bit more, but 
I think that was one of my favorite Disney experiences. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this maybe was, maybe we'll we'll you get to go back. Yeah, I okay. want to stick to Magic Kingdom because there's okay. one more. Okay. Beyond that, uh, and we'll talk about the parties sure. and then uh, then move on to other parks. Um, this spoiler alert: we're gonna get there, and it's yeah. and it's our favorite experience. <laughs> uh, so there is another party that you can go go to uh it is a fairy tale fireworks dessert cruise oh yeah so this is one uh outside of the park you actually check in at the ticket and transportation center um it uh you you basically go onto a ferry and you go out onto the seven seas lagoon um and then you you know there's there's events on the ferry the the cast um will kind of share stories um but there's you know there's access to i'm assuming it's going to be the exact same desserts <laughs> everywhere yeah, at each one of these similar. um so yeah desserts and cheeses alcoholic options uh, are available um and then you are on the boat when the fireworks are happening over they, Cinderella Castle. The only thing with that, I don't like. I don't think you can hear the soundtrack. I think you can. Can you on this yes. one? Yes. Other ones you can't. Like when you take out what are those like the pontoon type boats or yeah. whatever, like the smaller ones. Yeah. If you're hiring like a separate, yeah, um, like a small little boat, you uh, you're not going to hear it. But with the ferry boat, uh, okay. you do. Um, $130 for adults um, or $80 for kids. Okay. Um, you know, nice. It'd be a different experience for sure. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, you know, having not done it, I can't say it's like it sounds better fun. Or, yeah. or worse. Than, I think it's just different. Yeah. Um, to me, that sounds like something like, okay, we've, we've done a lot of Disney experiences yes and um like this might be something or to mark i think just in general i will say maybe again we're, i'm jumping the gun but i think in general these are like these are great events and yeah they're pricey but i do think that these are really fun and in the moment they feel really special and it's such a fun thing to have like to look forward to right um to like mark a special occasion or on a special trip or like just um i i do think they're worth doing at one point now that said there's sometimes i think it's not worth doing right <laughs> and there is a whole party that i think is not worth doing <laughs> that we experienced which was the, the party, party, party within a party yeah so during uh halloween and christmas uh obviously uh, mickey's not so scary halloween party or mickey's very merry christmas party uh, there are still dessert parties that happen within that time. So not only you have to have a ticket, obviously, for, for the event uh, and your reservation. Uh, now, the Halloween one, I think, and the Christmas one may as well uh, have two two parties. Yeah, so I they have so. the one where you're seated and they have the one where you're walked out to the um to the plaza and it doesn't even matter because my opinion is still the same <laughs> <laughs> yeah neither one of these is going to be worth it you're paying and a lot it's a lot of money like when so we... when we yeah when we went 
it was at a time where the party was not prohibitively expensive. Right. Like the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party was not prohibitively expensive. And the dessert party on top of that was reasonable as a price. Like, I don't think it was that much either well Whereas i mean it was now, still, like we still would have been paying close to a hundred dollars a person i think so like, uh it, it was probably closer to like 80 90 yeah for us. to me that's a hundred dollars once but now <laughs> it's like legit a hundred but i i remember like okay so you're gonna get like themed desserts right like they're yes. themed like halloween but i vividly remember sitting there in the party and then hearing the music for the first parade yeah. And looking over and being like, I just want to be over there. I yeah. want to watch the parade. And so I, I felt like afterwards, like it was nice to have the seating. But I, I remember thinking after like, man, we just paid twice. <laughs> like we just paid two. <laughs> and we missed out on things. a portion. And I, and I felt like I was missing out. And to me. I mean, that was have... at a time where we were, you know, when you would go to the party, there'd be we would watch both parades yeah and um, the uh and the fireworks those parties also we went twice that trip because that was our honeymoon <laughs> and we yeah. just went all out um but also it had been during the hurricane so the parties were not as busy right like, but i just overall i just feel like just do just do one like just if you're gonna go to the party take advantage of the party it's already a premium experience yes um, and nowadays where your party ticket is like 130 yeah. to 160 dollars there's, so, there's so much to do like you if you want to meet characters like yeah it eats in being at a dessert party like eats into your time even like attractions yeah. you're gonna have shorter or photos than, yeah like all the all the special like magic shots. Yeah. There can be lineups for those. So I think like do the party and then do a dessert party when it's not a, par- a party night. Yeah. So, and, I and feel I like the prices are just it's so expensive. Yeah. I feel like the dessert party within a, a Halloween or Christmas party just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, it is like an absolute splurge. And that's for somebody who has an unlimited amount of money and doesn't doesn't or care. Or it's for people who just don't think ahead of time like us. And we were like, yeah, this sounds amazing. Let's do this really fun thing and do yeah. a party and then another party. <laughs> um, but I mean, again, always like to each their own. But it would not be my recommendation to people. Right. Um, so... Yeah, I think I, I love both events. I love like the dessert parties and and um, the parties, but mm-hmm. I want to do. I don't want to feel like I'm missing something. Right, and that is one of the. I'd say that's one of the only times. It's one of like my few regrets at <laughs> Disney, <laughs> and I guess it's not a huge regret at all. Yeah, um, but I definitely felt like, um, like a lesson learned. Like yeah. for me, I'd rather just have fun at the party. For sure. Um, Let's talk yeah. about Epcot. Okay. So we'll swing so back there. A, this is just a good memory. Let's just like, because it's for not sure. even. For sure. I mean, I'll talk a little bit about, uh, so Epcot does have um, fireworks dining packages. Yeah. Currently. So at the Rosen, Rosen Crown in the United Kingdom. Uh, pavilion and at Spice Road Table in the Morocco Pavilion, 
you can, for a set price, um, it's usually like 90 something, uh, you get dinner and sort of a, a premium area to watch the, the fireworks from. So usually with that, you get an appetizer, entree, dessert, um, I think these are, are good value. I do I do think they are good value because if you think about it, you know, you're spending let's say $50 for your dinner portion and then $40 for the ability to kind of be there. Yeah, but even if you're going to have dinner and a sit down anyway. Like, okay, we probably wouldn't each have an appetizer and and, and a, dessert a dessert and an entree, but to me, it's like, well, okay, I'll just have this experience, pay that. Like yep. you're gonna pay that anyway. Well, and there are alcohol, like alcoholic beverages involved, yeah. so you Thanks. could, you could have that if you wanted. Um, but you're also paying for, yeah, a spot to to watch the fireworks from, um, where you don't have to just sit com- down it's early. It's yeah. yeah, it's a nice area. So we do think that that's a good option. We really miss the frozen ever after. I, yeah, I loved it. I love a a theme. Um, and this one, I mean, this is going back because this was illuminations. And so, the thing you got with um, this one was out outside was like sort of in the area. Just as you're entering, like more towards Mexico. Between like the international gateway yeah. or not the gateway, no. Not the gateway. Uh this the opening to World Showcase. Yeah. And so honestly, for I remember what so first you go and you like have your table and you have like they had the the um frozen like popcorn, the caramel corn <laughs> that was like for you what is that? Nitro. Nitro. Oh man, yeah, it was liquid nitrogen yeah, it frozen. Was, it was actually way better than I expected, and like mixed drinks, and I don't know, the food was just really good. And then the second time we did it, it was raining, so you they moved everybody up to um, like a, a location like above in the pavilion in the Norway pavilion, and that was really cozy. And then they they walk you all out, and you can sit and you watched illuminations which was one of our favorite fireworks show and it was like you were where it was meant to be watched like i had never seen illuminations like that um where you just like the globe was in the center everything was around you i remember we just like met and talked to some nice people um both of the times and then at the end they led you as everybody else had to leave the park you got to go ride frozen yeah (laughs) After the park was, it was closed. Like, it was like the first type of like paid fast pass. But, you know, so you, I just thought it was so much fun. And I remember loving it more than I expected, obviously, because we did it twice. And I would do it again if if they had something like that. I so think. I feel like that kind of thing has to come back. I hope so. So even though they have dining packages, yeah, I feel like they're still going to have a well, designated were, area for viewing that is prime for that was luminous. In, that was in their plans um, for the, like, re, like all the refurbishments. But, right. I mean, we all know that sort of has changed a little bit, but there there was some sort of um, 
viewing area. I don't I don't know what's going on with that. But yeah, I do. But I do feel like the the concept of a dessert party specifically yeah. for Epcot will come back. Yeah. At some time. Anyway, it was great. I loved that one. I would recommend that to people when it was still a thing. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I know, like, there was a Rivers of Light one. Uh, as a dessert party? Yeah. yeah. Um, we never did that there, one. I think there was one for the Star Wars yes, as there was, well. Yes, there was. And that one was pretty popular. Now, For, I mean, like, the, the nighttime. What was that? Star Wars? Galactic Spectacular. Yeah. But now, like, over at... Um, Hollywood Studios, they do also have dining packages, but for Fantasmic. And we've done those a few times, and they are great. They're also great value because you get premium seating. Um, oh, man. Remember? Well, not like... You, so it's within the center sections, not like the dead center, because I yeah. think that's separate. Um, but it was close enough, and you didn't have to get there super early because your ticket would get you into to that yeah, it was sort of area. at that time it, previously I know it was sort of like a fast pass like to kind of like like a fast pass section I don't yeah know what and it is pretty now, reasonable but. when you consider like um let's say 50s prime time or sci-fi it's around fifty dollars Mama Melrose too? yeah Mama yeah. Melrose Hollywood yeah. and Vine uh, even the Brown Derby but um yeah, I think if you're going to be doing, like, if you're going to do one of those for dinner and you're going to, um, and you want to see the show, like, you, you, might, might, as you well. might as well. Yeah. Um, so I, th I think that's a really good thing to look out for. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't do just, it. If you just search, like, dining packages, it should bring it up. Yeah. I wouldn't do it every time, but I think if you were planning on Fantasmic... I think it just, it's so nice to know that you have like a section aside. Well, and nowadays I think without one of those sections, um, either like a lightning lane or, yeah. uh, or dining package, the general seating is like pretty far to the side on oh, both we, sides. We sat way over to the side once. It was not as enjoyable. No, it was less fun. Um, it was but, okay. So yeah, I feel like Fantasmic, especially if you if it's your first time, um, the dining package definitely makes sense because then you know you, you can spend more time doing attractions and then go to Fantasmic later than you would if you were going for general seating. Yeah. Um, are there other dessert parties right now? I think that's kind of it, right? I think that's it for right now. I mean, there's a lot. So which one would you do? I know we had kind of talked about it before. Um, we just haven't done one, but like what kind of at, at Magic Kingdom, which one would you prefer mm. to do? I think sometimes it's a case of like what's available. Yeah. I feel like you want the experience of if you're going to no, do I'm a dessert. you personally. Yeah. No, I mean <laughs> me personally. I feel like if I want uh, to have the experience of a dessert party, I'm going to want to like be there and sit down. Yeah. So I feel like the sit down one is, is the one that I would do. I feel like the, while it's nice to have the prime location in the hub and desserts before or after, um, I feel like it's not the same experience. No, it does seem different. I think like you, I think that the like seating is the best and I've enjoyed that, especially if like, 
if you're planning a proposal or a celebration, like that's really nice. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I feel like my only concern with uh, planning a proposal around then is the fireworks are happening. Yeah, I don't know. I think some people want fireworks going off in the background during their proposal. Do Everybody's you? different. Yeah, some people I know, do. I know you. No, I'm not saying I want to, <laughs> but other people do. You know what I mean? Other people want want that. Yeah. If so, I if I tried to propose to you during fireworks, you'd be like, shh, shh, fireworks are happening. I'm trying to pay attention. Too many people around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, but I know people like I know people where that's that's where they sure. Been. And I think that's probably the nicer spot over them being in the hub. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's uh, like that would be where I would recommend. Right. Um, but if I had to do before or after, I still think like how nice is it to watch the fireworks and then be like, oh now we get to go to have food. Yeah. Like a nice dessert party. Yeah. And not rush out. So I think that sounds fun. The only way I the only way I'd consider the earlier one would be um because like Rosalie can't stay up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sometimes it's hard to eat a lot of buffet style desserts. Right. And I feel like I can eat a good amount, but <laughs> you kind of have it to consider. It creeps up on you really quickly. You have to consider like, I think the one time like we were just like, well, let's not have dinner. Yeah. Um, do you just have something small? I think I would do the post party if, um, the fireworks ended the day. You know, yeah, like if yeah, the park yeah. closes, yeah, no, if the fireworks are at nine and the park closes at nine yeah, and then you get to go and do an hour of dessert afterwards, mm-hmm. you get to walk out to a pretty empty main street yeah, and you know, that's nice photos and, yeah. and a good time. Um, so we say like, if you had to choose one, what would you do? But would you, having done one, yeah, would you do another one? Yeah, I think so. How long would you wait in between? Well, I mean, we haven't done one for a while. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I know people that like to do it every trip. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, I think the gr- I think a good time to do one is like if fireworks are high on your list, um, and you're going in a busy time, <laughs> like yeah. Christmas or summer, like do a dessert party. Yeah, because the non-party days, the non-Christmas party days or the non-Halloween party days are going to be quite busy yeah. at Magic Kingdom. Um, or just like fireworks are not going to be that hard to see in like January. Yeah. But like March break. Yeah. I don't want to stand like. It's true. So it's, you know, they're probably still really popular, but I would be trying to get one at those busier times, yeah. the peak times, because I think it, I think the convenience of being like, I don't have to worry about having a good spot for the viewing um i think that just sounds nice yeah (laughs) sounds like a like a good break so with rosalie like i wouldn't do one until i know that she can like it would be worth it for her yeah i mean there is a difference there is a price difference for kids yeah um and it's significant i think or i would do it if it was just like you and i right well that would be rude she would be upset (laughs) (laughs) um so I don't know. I would do one in a couple of years, but yeah. My only caveat is if an Epcot one comes back, 
Yeah. I'm going to be all over that. I think it would be fun. Um, Especially if I really like Luminous, we'll, which we'll see. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but not that long. December 5th. Yeah. It's the first Luminous. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. And hopefully, uh, hopefully it's something that captures me the same way <laughs> that um, Illuminations did. Yeah. I mean, that's hard, but... Um, but if they would... But honestly, like, there was no other dessert party like it where yeah. you got to have desserts, watch the fireworks, and then ride a ride. Yeah. Uh, I would absolutely do that again. And that ride was, like, hard to get on. At right? the time, like, long, yeah. Long lineups. I feel like it'd pass. be a Guardians uh, Oof, yeah. dessert party now. That'd be fun. <laughs> I would do it. Yeah. I love that ride. Um, yeah, I think... I get, So these are... Yeah, it's a higher priced, like, you know, they're, it's really easy to be like, oh, like, it's like more and more money. But Yeah, and the I prices mean, are increasing, just... but it for us, it shouldn't be the type of thing, well, we're not the type of people to do it every single time. I feel like it's something that you do as a really special event. Yeah, and, um, but if I did have the income where I was like, we're going to do one each trip... Uh, do it. Yeah. You might as <laughs> I well. Mean, I also, I do really like watching the fireworks like really close to the castle. Right. I, I love feeling like they are, like I'm right there in it and like they're all, they're happening all like above me and around me. So I, I love that experience and I'm looking forward to doing that again one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that this is one of those experiences that should be on your like Disney to do or Disney Your bucket, bucket list. list. Like yeah. for sure. Do one at least once. They're really fun. And I, again, I think that it's just, um, I just remember like how excited I was to, to do it or yeah. like looking forward to it. So I think it's worth that. Just not during a party. No, don't do it then. There's too much, too many other good things happening. Yeah. Say no so. to the party, <laughs> <laughs> the party within a party. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, probably a good place for us to leave it. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you've been to a dessert party and really loved it. Um, share your experiences if you go to our Facebook or Instagram page and search for the Canadian Disney Podcast. You will find us. Um, if you'd like to see more or read, uh, hear more of our podcasts, um, you can always you know look us up. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you go. Uh, or you can also find us at the CanadianDisneyBlog.com slash podcast. Um, that has our fullback catalog of all the all the ones we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's it. We want to thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of myself, Ryan, and Lauren, this is the Canadian Disney Podcast. And we look forward to you joining us again next time. Bye.